Wake up with Stab, Abby and Osher. Hello, podcasters. Your favourite show is about to start, but what if you could listen to it without having to worry about using data? Your exclusive podcast offer is here. Now that you've pressed play on us, head to ilovedata.com.au and get 50 gigs of data every month for $59.95. No contracts, no catches. ilovedata.com.au. Go on, open it up in your browser and now you can catch up with the guys. Hit 105. Well, this is very exciting because the X Factor is back tonight, 7.30 on Channel 7. And we're so excited that Mel B is back on the show and yeah. she joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. How you, are you lot doing? We're good. Oh, we're good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Glad <laughs> to be back. Well, it says here that you you have the underdogs, but I've been watching and I actually don't think you have the underdogs. Do you feel the same? Well, I mean, I think being an underdog is good because... Mm. You know, you can just rise to the occasion and prove everybody wrong. Yeah. And, you know, my underdogs have had a no, now they've got a yes, and then one of them, you know, one out of each category is going to get taken out tonight. So, I mean, they've they, they've really kind of been through a roller coaster ride, my underdogs. Mm. So... Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a tricky situation, but who doesn't love a good underdog? <laughs> I love an underdog. And you're right, if you've got low expectations, then then when you do extremely well, everyone's like, Oh my god, I did not see that coming, they knocked it out of the park. Mel B. Yeah. Can I take the time out to uh explain something to you that I I discovered about uh oh, God. <laughs> please, can I can I ask her? Can I say sorry um before he asks? Just <laughs> can I get one question before you ask her this one? Sure. Just, uh, just in case first. she Wait. hears the okay, question and then first. they okay. someone goes click up. the interview is over. Up. Okay, sure. Okay, all right. So I would just like to ask an X Factor related question, all please, right, please, Mel. Um not everyone can succeed in the X Factor. In fact, the whole premise of the show was that pretty much everyone but you know, one or two people win. How do you prepare the people you're working with for failure? Well, it's not failure. At the end of the day, you've been exposed to millions of people. Mm. So it's kind of a win-win situation, whether you make it through to the first round or you stay until the very, very end. You know, you get a chance to showcase your voice and showcase your talent. So just to be on the show, especially part of the live shows, you've kind of already hit a bit of a jackpot in my eyes. Good reframe. Thank you, Mel. That's okay, a, uh, now over to Steph. Half full. Uh, Mel B, uh, oh, love oh. your work. Always have. Yeah, we um, are a big fan. <laughs> discovered this online. I don't know if you're aware, but it, <laughs> shut up, it's impossible to say space ghetto in an American accent without saying Spice Girl in a Scottish accent. <laughs> well, I, I do a really bad American accent, so I'm not even going to try and attempt to do it. I'll leave that to you. Hey, Stev. Yes. W- where do you live there in America? In a space ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like space ghetto. You yeah. see, it does. That's no. exactly what I said, Mel. No, it oh sounds like God. Spice Girl. No, don't. Space this, ghetto. Is, this is the brilliant Spice Girl, mm. Mel B, that agrees that it doesn't sound like Spice Girls. <laughs> space ghetto. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. You're totally right. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe, oh, maybe if you're oh. really... You've... Maybe you were really, really drunk and trying to say it in an, in an American accent, and that's where you got. The Are you insinuating because Stam's a Scotsman? He's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's ruined my day. Uh, it's, uh, it's fine. <laughs> no, well, we can't wait to have you back, Mel. It's very, very exciting. You can catch the X Factor tonight, seven thirty on Channel Seven. Always a pleasure, and make sure that you no one will ever say that again in an American accent. Yeah. No. You're Aussies. Why are you even trying to have an American accent anyway? Space ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. I don't know if you realise this, Brisbane, but there's some very serious train issues Mm. happening Mm. in the next couple of days, nay, weeks, as the Redcliffe line opens the train drivers are training in the trains, on the train line (laughs) up there. And while they're training in the trains, uh, the rest... 
of Brisbane has to be like, well, we don't have enough drivers. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to audition some drivers, mm. trying to see who can do the best job. And like, as Steph pointed out a little while we were listening to that song, stop and go, fairly straightforward. They've got yeah. other stuff to do. Yeah. Like, uh... oh, you've got to get the ramp for the people no. so they can get their wheelchairs in. It's a, it's a, you've got, you're in control of a huge vehicle that's Absolutely. responsible for but people's lives. I was a train driver, yeah. I would be dressing up and I would be putting it on. Do you know? Like, yeah. that's a big, exciting job. What do you mean dressing like, up? Doing the whole doo doo when you come in. And... Oh, mate, I would be on that horn. Yeah. You better yeah. believe it. Yeah. Uh, but the most important thing, without a doubt, is the announcements. Mm. Andrew Inunda. Uh, Andrew, I hope you've got your train driver voice on. Are you ready? I am ready. Oh, I even have been... my top hat. Yeah, oh, excellent. Oh, Hang on, we we're just going to play the train noise. The here okay. we go. Okay, here we go. Hit it. The next station is Bowen Hills. Customers for the Phony Grove line, please change trains at Bowen Hills. That was oh, legitimately oh, amazing. Oh, that was very good. You, you guys like that? You blew everyone out of the water <laughs> for a second there. I just realised the fact wow. that it is automated. Which That's, <laughs> that is so good. Andrew, well that's really good. Is that the first time you've done that? Um, first time I've done, oh, I've done it to my girlfriend, and I mean, how could you not be impressed? Mm. Um, <laughs> I also, also do a little bit of promotional work, so right. I, I, uh, okay. I, but I you like are, the role. Yeah. You're only Grove line. You don't don't do Sean Cliff line. Um, I do. I, I catch the Sean Cliff just in under, but mm. when it gets to Bowen Hills, I'm like, that's that's most because we line. we, we are going to need people that can be adjustable. Mm. When mm. you do it to your partner, do Staff, you, is it? No. She knows to get off the Phoenix Grove one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, we've got yes. Nope. <laughs> Ryan in Springfield Lakes. Uh, Ryan, obviously you catch a lot of trains, Ryan. Are you ready to be a train yeah. driver? I certainly am. Okay, here All right, go. here's the noise. Right. Hit it. This is Brisbane City and Caboolture trains shopping at all stations. Please do not forget your children. <laughs> hey! I love how you did wow. the, I love how you did the automated oh. voice where you stop and search for the right file to play. Wow. You're hired, Ryan. Congratulations. Don't forget your oh. children. Wow. Cheers. <laughs> That's all right. This has been quite a, a high bar. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised how well everyone's doing. This is this is going really well. Monique, I think, is going to take oh, us home. Yeah. Home. Monique okay. in uh, in uh, Chermside West. Are you much of a rail traveller, Monique? Oh, look, I'm willing to give it a go this morning. Okay. Okay, then. We well, Brisbane's in dire need of more train drivers. We've got two, I reckon, already. Yeah. That. They most definitely Straight pass in. the exams. Yeah. Um, Monique, we're going to play a little bit of noise after you hear the okay. after okay. you hear the toot toot. Give mm. us you uh, give us your train audition. All right. Here we okay, go. Okay, let's go for it. Go. Passengers, you are travelling on the Bris Vegas line, right. stopping all stations to fabulous. Passengers for Crazy Town, please disembark at the next stop. (laughs) (laughs) Stopping all stations to fabulous. I love it. I would get on board that. (laughs) Hey, you have scored yourself a um, a $200 Alpha H pack. These guys are amazing. You can press pause on ageing with Alpha H protection plus daily FPS 50 plus sunscreen. Enjoy that. Perfect. Thanks, Abby. I need it. What a Good train driver you are. Man, who, uh, who knew? Who uh, knew that Brisbane was full of so uh, many potential train drivers? Why do we need a strike? There's that many people that I can do the job. I'm listening to this going, oh, we'll see, we don't have an issue. <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Did you see the dance for me? Nice week, Janice. What's a needle? Your mum's chest hair. It's Fab Abby and Osh's high school dance do-over. How was school? Worst day of my life. Idiot.
Yeah, everyone, make sure they have an early night tonight <laughs> because tomorrow we are partying. We're giving everyone the opportunity to do their high school dance. Again, it's our high school dance do-over. So if you didn't like it, this is your opportunity. Do it again and make it better. Yeah, or if you did love it, come back and relive the high times. Either I way. I still need to go shopping for a school uniform. Uh-huh. I got Matt, who works with us. He only finished school, I think, last November, so I borrowed his. <laughs> <laughs> He's a young buck. He is, isn't he? He is. He? Yeah. He is. I got, yeah. his, I got his school tie off him, so so they'll be all right. I actually have something in my hands, Brisbane, that I'm finding quite interesting. Um, both Abby and Stav have dredged into the archives of a, a glory box, if you will, and um, I've got their high school reports right here mm. uh, from uh, Mercedes College, Term 4, Grade 11, Abby Coleman. How do you feel about me reading this out? Three ups and downs during school. So year nine, I was in the cool group, so I didn't bring that report card in because that was bad. Yeah. Year ten, tried to pick it up again, and year eleven, I don't know where I was at. Um, in biology, Abby has had a busy semester for a number of valid reasons. Oh, oh. that's nice that they appreciate valid. Those. Yeah. Valid. Yep. Due to these factors, I don't feel that we saw Abby's best in biology. Best of luck next year, Abby. Oh, oh. compliment sandwich there. Yeah. yeah. What was I doing? I don't know. In oh. economics, Abby has found the subject too difficult. I appreciate oh. her persistence in attending all my lessons and trying to absorb what has been explained or discussed. Yeah, That's so I great. fell asleep and she used to call my dad all the time. But then I did the exam and I excelled and she still talks about me to this day Aww. as a success story about how you can fail all year and still do well in the exam. There's a lesson, kiddies. Well, she, she asked the board for a copy of the test because she thought I cheated. Wow. Yeah, but all I did was talk about high heel shoes and if I bought them, then the opportunity cost to buy something else doesn't work. Oh, Nice. I see what you did there. Uh, I don't. So we give it a, we'll get over to yours here, Steph. Yeah, okay. From Cab Road State High. Yes. Cabin Road State High, grade 11H. Uh, Steph Davidson. Oh, look at you. you mm. You're doing pretty well English. Uh, Mr. Preston loved your work. Mr. Preston. Now, he was a great teacher. Had a, a twin brother. A so pro- if you saw him out in the street, he said, hey, Mr. Preston, sometimes you go, who the hell are you? <laughs> and you always go, oh, I thought, I, I thought he reached me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mr. Well <laughs> behaved and courteous at all times. Aww, Damn straight. You would have been such a yeah. cute Isn't little nice? geek. Yeah. 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 Uh, multi-strand science. Miss Bland. No, Miss Hill. Mrs. Hill. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you would have got a good grade from her because yeah, you paid well, attention. Yeah, He's well. always well behaved and oh. cooperative. Yes, oh. ma'am, I am. Can Results I could improve with more time spent on study at home. You need to teach me harder. Oh, Stephen <laughs> Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Thanks for catching up on your favourite show on this podcast. Now, if you're a tragic Twitterer, you upload on Instagram or you stream all your favourite songs, you're going to love this deal from Ovo Mobile. Switch to an Ovo data sim now and you'll score an unbelievable 50 gigs for $59.95 on 4G. No contracts, no catches, and no more texts telling you about the additional 10 bucks for one gig added to your already expensive phone plans. Can I get an amen? And as if that isn't brilliant enough, Ovo is going to give you the first month half price. So let's break this down. One whole month to enjoy 50 gigs on 4G for just $59.95 and the first month half price. 50 gigs of YouTube, social media, FaceTime, Tinder, whatever you want on the World Wide Web for half the price I know I was paying before I made the switch. I love data.com.au. You can open up the website right now while we get back to your favourite show. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. I always like it when you uh, you read, you know, Brisbane's property and there's like this this guy, this guru. He actually does hot spotting price predictor index. What? That's his job. Right. So basically he just tries to find where are the next up and coming suburbs. Yes. Right. And you are a, you're a bit of a... Real estate mogul. Well, aren't you? I love. I always want to be a real estate agent. Uh. 
Why? So you get the photo on the bus stop? Is that what you want? I think so. Yeah, get to wear a, a pink on the bus shirt. Stop. And I think I would make like I would cook like muffins before, yeah, and I'd like have music playing. That's Pants what you do. suit. Yeah, Pantsuit, pulling the house. signs in and out of the trunk Absolutely. of a Camry. Absolutely. Yeah. It's me, yeah. It'd be great. But this is the list of uh, the places that are going up. Are you ready? The suburbs are there. Yeah, Just sign in here, please. There's a lot here. So uh, Greater Brisbane Market, the growth is the Morden uh, Bay area. You've got Arana Hills, Beachmere. Dave is celebrating over there because yeah. he thinks that's him. Bray Park, Deception Bay, uh, Narangba, Ningi, and Redcliffe. And these are suburbs that are predicted to, to go up. Go up. By yeah. how much are we talking? Um, Lots. Well, depending on the house, yeah, but congratulations. Because yeah. generally all real estate goes up. Eventually. Not always. No, not always. Not always. So Some of them can stay the same. <laughs> So they've got the list of the ones that are staying the same and also the list of so the ones that are going So what suburbs are you in trouble in down. if you are in there? Um, they're saying the ones that are uh, sort of Kangaroo Point, New Farm, Paddington, Spring Hill, they're all sort of staying. Flat lining. Yeah. But they've got uh, North, Bold Hills are going up, Brighton, Fitzgibbon. Um, in Redland Bay, they're going up. Birkdale, Redland Bay, Victoria Point, and Logan as well. Congratulations to everyone living in Logan. Um, there's a lot that are going up there, but this one. Yeah. Oh. Is for you, stuff. Hit this, it then. What do we got? As if you thought that Barton yeah. could go up anymore. Yeah, well, geez. surprise, yeah. surprise. Is that right? They are going to be able to afford to give their butler a raise because it seems like in a Barton, la di da is going up where Sorry. you live, stuff. Don't go on. I don't go on my financial security to give Jeeves a raise. That's all dependent <laughs> on Jeeves and his performance, which we do every month. We'll sit down and, and go over it uh, yeah. and make sure that he's still doing his duties to the best of his abilities. Uh, and I think actually, now that you mention it, I think. <laughs> It was time to let Eduardo, the uh, the gardener, go. Why? He, he just hasn't been pulling his weight. Really? And I found that... Your house has got a name, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it, yeah. it does have a name. So it, your house has a name. The, it's the manor. And, oh. uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good news for yeah, me. Yeah, it's good that news is, for you. So congratulations. Well, yeah, well, when you, you leave here to become a real estate agent, I'll be sitting back on my little nest egg. Uh, so well done. You can visit. Thank you. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Every Monday, we like to take the time to talk about people that you may have bumped into in the street that are taken out of context when you see people in the wild. And we've got an interesting one uh, this Monday, I think, where we're going to do this. Stab Abby and Osha present... Oh, person whose name I can't remember. In the wild. This is a very intelligent the worst. You're out and about, you see them from a distance and already you know, I don't remember this guy's name. You might be solo, which is all, that's terrifying. It's better though than when you're with someone and you forgot their name and then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to have to introduce the yep. person that I'm with, with that new person. And then you just chat to them for a while and then all of a sudden they're like, introduce them and you go, oh my God, I thought you guys met. Even though everybody knows there's no chance that these people have met. Exactly. That's the worst at that ever. You'd say to the guy that you're with, hey, I can't remember this guy's name. Can you introduce yourself and there you go. It's still obvious. All of those scenarios are completely obvious and you look like a tool. 131060, when have you met someone whose name you can't remember in the wild? And how do you go about getting around it? I think I went, no word of lie, maybe five years mm-hmm. not knowing someone's name and it said, hey buddy, hey champ. Hey mate. Hey, 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 hey dude. Babe. Yeah. Well, not babe. Oh. Not babe. No. That's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> that leads into When a did it eventually change? Uh, they left. I never. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's good. Wait till I they leave work. Uh, stood, 
don't know. You have no, no idea. I left. I didn't know. I've no. introduced myself to someone because we have like events um, and mm. you have client events and sale events yeah. and all this. And I've introduced myself to someone that I've worked with for two years. Ah, uh, yeah. I work with you, Abby. Yeah. I'm and over go, at the desk, two dog know, desks over. But just to be polite, I was just introducing myself <laughs> oh. again. Yeah. I, uh, four words. Four words, it'll get you out of everything every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Good to see you. How does that work then? Well, it's not, hi, how, it's not, oh, hello. It's mm. not like, oh, hello, we've met before. Mm. It's good to see you because it works both ways. Happened to me on the weekend. We were um, uh, down by the beach on the weekend and uh, there was a bloke in the in the surf shop getting some wax and we were um, getting uh, just a rashy for Gigi so she could go surfing. Mm. And uh, I was like, to, to Audrey, oh, no, I went to school with that guy. I went to school with that guy 25 years ago. Mm. I have no idea. It was like, hi, how are you? What's going on? I just reached. I reached. Ben? No way. Oh, no, you don't. Threw it out there. Why do you do that? You don't commit? No. I always say to my husband, don't commit to a name. Oh, no, I committed. I went for it. Ben? He goes, yeah, that's right. 131060, what happened to you when you met someone in the wild whose name you couldn't remember? We've got Ricky joining us. Morning, Ricky. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, we're good. Ricky, see, we know your name. What happened to you? Um, well, usually I run into people that I know when I'm out mm. or people that I've met when I go out and I I forget their name. So what I do is I'll have a friend of mine with me and I'll introduce my friend and I'll just say my friend's name mm-hmm. and actually get the person whose name I forgot to introduce themselves to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Works like, every time. Yeah. This is this has backfired on me. Yeah. Ricky. Oh, yeah. Cause I've, I've oh, really? Met, yeah, oh, yeah, Ricky. I've, I've, I've been with, so for example, I've been with Audrey mm. and if I say, oh, uh, so if you, Ricky, you come over and you say, hey, Osha, how you going? I'll say, this is my fiance, Audrey. And she go, hi, I'm Audrey. Mm. And this particular person whose name I won't mention, mm. but is a person on the television, mm. says, oh, hi. Yep. Because they thought that they just were no, supposed they to know. be known. They know they what's know, going they know. on. They've, they've gone, uh, I, see, I see your little game here. Yeah, I see you basically know who I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to double down. Name. But yeah. wouldn't Audrey know if they're on the TV? <laughs> no. Uh. So not that well known. Yeah, like a yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Like Instagram famous. Oh, so someone okay. I'd love yeah. to be Instagram famous. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's Instagram famous. Thanks, Ricky. Thirteen ten sixty. Whenever you run into someone, you can't remember their name. Mickey in the Gabba. Morning. Good morning. What are you doing, hun? I think it's best just to remove yourself from the situation. Oh. <laughs> text a friend. Mm, get yep. as much detail about that person as possible. Oh. Quickly text and then try and get their name. Yeah. So and good, Mickey. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've ran to the bathroom, went through Facebook? Because that one's always a good indicator. And then try and work out who they are and then go back out. And by the time I go back out, they're gone. And yeah. I'm like so ready to say, come on, Jess. Yeah. They're yeah. like, I think that girl with diarrhea can't remember my name. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five. Yesterday I was flying home, coming back here to uh, to Brisbane, and um, I checked in on the on the phone. As you do, you can check in on your phone now, which is great. So you don't have to like. What a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! Mm. Yeah. Gave me an exit row. Don't often get an exit row, so I thought, ooh, it's exciting. I get down to row fourteen, and it's a DEF. I'm in the window on F, and in seat D, a guy I can only describe as a man mountain. All right, he's about six five, mm. probably like hundred and twenty kilos. He wasn't fat; he's just a big human being. Like he always gets the exit. Yeah, he was like, I see to. why you're on the exit yeah. row. In fact, there's so much leg room that you, 
you know, if he was a normal shaped human, I could have walked past him, but no, yeah. he actually had to stand up to let me pass because his knees went all the way over. So anyway, I get over the window seat, get myself settled. They're just about to shut the front door, and I'm thinking, oh, seat between us. Shangri-La. Poor man's business class. Yeah. Here we go. I love that. Oh, no. Here comes a bloke. He comes fanging down the aisle, and mm. he squeezes past, you know, C- Captain Cuther over here, and he gets in between us. And this guy's a bodybuilder, clearly. He's a bodybuilder. He's so wide in his shoulders. As he sits, I've got his right elbow in my stomach. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And his deltoid is, is like, I'm basically sitting behind him as if yeah. he's in a photograph. Mm-hmm. Now, he has to, obviously, had run for the gate. Oh, no. So he was a little warm. He was yeah. wearing a long sleeve t shirt. Okay. So he leans forward. And he pulls his long sleeve T-shirt off to reveal his workout singlet underneath. So now I have his sweaty right tricep pushing into my left boob. His moist underarm hair tickling my my, uh, bicep. And because he's a bodybuilder, it's probably been a few days since shaves, his prickly forearm resting on my arm. Now, I'm not great with uninvited physical contact at the best of times. That's true. Uh, I often say that about you. We haven't uh, even taxied. Yeah. Uh, And I'm already like... It wouldn't now. He's obviously worked very hard to get this. You have big. to fight for that armrest. Well, not with him. Not with him. Nah, you do. I like to do like the whole. Oh, That's do, a Wendell Sailor footy out? show situation you know, just, there. Start yeah. the conversation, you um, know, and then you just like you put your arm there. Your arm kill was there first. Wouldn't it kill him to just say something? Like what? Like sorry, hey, I'm massive. Sorry, yeah. touching sorry you. I'm massive. <laughs> sorry, I'm ginormous. Because we we basically sat there. He was sitting. His half of his body was on my lap. I would have assumed. First time I've actually put any thought into it. But I would have assumed there's a dress code on a plane. Like I would love to wear my well, trucker's was. singlet on a plane, but I've always assumed that I had to dress up a little bit more than that. Well, it depends who you're flying with. And he, he was, but then he just um, took it off when yeah. he was sitting at the seat. They don't come up and go, oh, wow, well, you tricked us, didn't you, sir? Well, we this, didn't realise you had that underneath. Put it back on. This is this has just changed my life. It's going to be so much more comfortable to fly in your in your singlet. And then if, if uh, any sort of terrorist activity breaks out, you're already die-hearted up, ready to go. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. Exactly, thank you. <laughs> Is that what you think of? Inc- where At I went every first, given moment. When I was talking out loud, yeah, yeah that's right. where I ended up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105. Now, the V8s were on yesterday. I know that you guys are big fans of the cars, aren't you? Yes, and that's why we are joined by one of our favourites. Look, I, I do love him. I have to say I'm a Holden person. I just have to say that first. But if I had to choose a Ford driver, it would be you, Mr. Mark Winterbottom. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know if that's a compliment or you've only got six to choose from and I'm it. <laughs> how, how is that, Mark, when a whole aspect of your life is pretty much summed up and already judged on yeah. just based on the, the car company that you ally yourself with? Is it weird? Uh, no, it's all right. That's all right. You either pick. Uh, you sort of sit on either side of the fence, which um, which brand you go for. Mm. But um, I can convince you. I've just got to work harder, I guess, to try and convince you that the blue side is the friendly side. You know, but um, plenty of time to go. Well, uh, but you do get you get one or the other. So people love you or. or Dislike you so well. And Abby's firmly in the, the dislike well, category. No, no, there, dislike. Exactly. You know when you go yeah. to the races, like you're either you don't just go. Oh, I could be a Ford today. Like it is clear set. You're either a Ford or a Holden. Celtic I mean, now ranges. we can try and go yeah. into the other cars at the moment. But come on. Yeah, it's one or the other. So for me, I've always been Ford. So um, never crossed over and, and seen what it's like on the other side. <laughs> can you? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like where I am. I like my side. Yeah, Mark, we all saw we all saw what happened at Bathurst when oh, I don't know your. Brakes pretty much just exploded doing about 
200 something kilometers per hour. Um, what was it like sitting on the grid? Getting ready to start, knowing that you had the same brake setup, going. Well, <laughs> let's just cross fingers. Let's hope it works out. Yeah, it's not a good feeling to be honest, because um, that that part's the controlled part for the category. So it's not like your team can just re-engineer it and fix it like they normally would if you had a right. an issue. So, um, well, you're saying yeah, everybody has to use the same set of brakes. Yeah, so we ah. all use the same. It's a controlled component. Yeah. So, um, so you sort of, you know, there's obviously work going on now to try and fix that component, but. Um, but at Bathurst, thankfully, it happened at the one spot that you you walk away from it because yeah. if it happened at the top, it was yeah. going to be pretty bad. And then you look at Gold Coast and there's no runoff. So yep. if you, you know, get on the straight at 250, 60, 70 there, whatever it is, and jump on the brakes and there's none, you're... Um, you're stopping pretty quick in some oh, concrete, so it's yeah. not ideal, but no. they're, they're working not on it ideal. now, thankfully. It's not ideal. It's not, <laughs> not ideal. Best situation. I mean, it's not yeah. bad, it's just not no. ideal. And just Mark, what do you think about... Every time I'm sure you've it. been asked about this non-stop talking yeah. about the Jamie Winkup penalty that happened at Bathurst, and then he you know, went ahead to perform so well on the Gold Coast. Do you guys agree with the penalty? Was all the race car drivers kind of like, yeah, he he did deserve that? Um, oh, no, in, in my opinion, it was probably... Uh, he probably deserved a penalty, but a, a drive-through penalty sort of puts it to bed because the um, the, the penalty that he got, um, whether you agree with it or not, it was always going to go <clears throat> into a, a steward's hearing after the race, which is not what the biggest race of the year should be. It should yeah, be Monday right, morning, right. wake yeah. up, give the guys who won it credibility, no yeah. whiffs, no buts, and put it to bed. But leaving that um, penalty with a 15 seconds, is he still won the race, so mm. then a decision can be reversed, and that, that's where it got difficult. Drive through penalty, deal with it. Um, you know, if you drove back through to win the race, good on him, and, um, you know, that you go from there. So the penalty should have been a drive-through, mm. but, mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of how I see it. But everyone's got different views, and that's what sport's about. Some people think it's right and wrong and, and whatnot, but me, drive through penalty would have solved it all. And Monday morning, Techno Motorsport and Will Davis and Jonathan Webb would have been talking about the win, and that, that's what it was about. Yeah. Well, that's, we thank you for taking the time out of your morning to spend some time with the enemy. And, no, uh, not Abby the enemy. Has, no, Mark, uh, you're slowly uh, working has, on me. Uh, so good luck for the final two seasons. <laughs> 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 it's great you're on board. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Mark Winterbottom. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Abby now with Osher on Hit 105. There's Got some things I'm just like, thanks, but no thanks, man. Hey, you. I know you can hear me. Garage door opener. I left you in my other bag, which is in another city, far away. So now, when I go to leave the house in the morning to make sure I lock up, before I've had any coffee, I have to complete some sort of complicated move that involves a long, pokey bamboo stick trying to reach a very small button on the roof of the garage while my Uber driver laughs at me as I then complete an Indiana Jones style yes. maneuver to get mm. under the closing Fun. door. Fun. Very hard to do. So thanks, but no thanks. That's, I don't know. That's a fun way to start the day. Not when you haven't had coffee. Uh, mm. And yeah, then he goes, and the Uber driver laughs at you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Don't give him a good ranking. Oh, no, but he was really, he smelled really good. Oh, right. It's the smell. Shout out to you, Raj, if you're listening. Mm. So I just went and got my breakfast, which was also my lunch that I left in the fridge from Friday. <laughs> right. Still fresh. Uh-huh. Except why have we got the work fridge up to, like, frosty? Oh, no. I had salad, and then it froze. Now I can't eat that, and I had to throw it in the bin. Oof. Thanks. But no thanks. Getting choked up, but it could be beetroot. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget you've eaten beetroot. 
also exposes. Yes, I know, right? Mm. That could be scary. <laughs> totally scary. The huge amount of work you put into this segment. <laughs> you <laughs> literally just walk back in with that. Yes. Oh, that gives me an idea oh, for the thing I'm about to say. Oh, sorry, I had my homework done an hour ago. What have you got? <clears throat> hey. Time. Oh, creative one. <laughs> You're a universal constant. Uh-huh. I know there is no way to speed you up. But The Walking Dead Season yeah. 7 return. Yeah. It's on at midday today. Yeah. Mm. Queensland time? Queensland, Eastern Standard. I'm, so not Queensland. I'm going to check when the season premiere of The Walking Dead is on today. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's 11 o'clock for you. But it's not right now. Okay. I need a flux capacitor. Thanks. And but no thanks. 1.21 gigawatts, gigawatts to help you get there. Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105.